welcome to NPR. Future is thoughtful. Disney will arrest you. Purely, purely fear. Isn't a wizard in the Star Wars? Isn't that the Wizard of Oz? This is 20, 20 verses or whatever. I was gonna say it's like that's like chapter one. Christian filter plugin. Mike is. You won't get arrested. All right, kick it. Hi, everyone. This is uh, Pastor Pete with the Rural Pastors, and we're happy to be joining you again this week. Uh, as, uh, with uh, We have two of our very, very prestigious members. Uh, we have Pastor Frank and Pastor John. Why don't you guys do a shout-out? Yo, yo, what's happening, everybody? <laughs> hey, everybody. John here. And uh, like I said, this has been – the summer months are coming, and it, it gets a little busy around – and uh, uh, Brendan's off uh, on a wedding uh, excursion in uh, Montana. Montana, and and uh, Pastor Trump was just lazy. And he didn't <laughs> want to do it. No, I know he he got caught up doing something today. But uh, we are um, continuing through our study through the uh, Sermon on the Mount, it's, which has been uh, really just a great time. And uh, today, uh, you know, we're getting into. Uh, I think uh, this last week and your week, uh, uh, Pastor John, it's been these are the ones that are like really uh, punches to the to the stomach, you know, because it is just uh, uh, kind of in your face and either you do it or you don't. And uh, and how do you respond to Jesus telling us to turn the other cheek and to love our enemy and all that stuff? And, and just the. Uh, you know, we've been having a, a a real awesome spiritual time going through it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor John, who's going to kind of uh, direct the conversation. And, and we're going to talk today for about, uh, you've heard it said to... Love you, your neighbor. Go ahead. To love your neighbor. <laughs> but And hate your enemy. And hate your enemy, but... I say, love. What is it? Love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Swallow that pill. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> I need, I need my, I'm in denial. I need my glasses and I still don't <laughs> wear my reading glasses. <laughs> hey, man, just do bifocals and this. <laughs> Uh, well, John, you're, uh, you're going to be preaching this weekend on it, so why don't you go ahead and kind of lead the conversation? And, and uh... all right, I'll well, first uh, we'll read. I'll read what what uh, we're going to talk about. So it's Matthew five, of course, and it's verses forty three through forty eight, and it says, "You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven." He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are you not are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect therefore as your heavenly Father is perfect. Um it's interesting. Amen. It's interesting at the beginning because Jesus said, you have heard. Well, sometimes when Jesus was doing a teaching, he'll say, uh, you know, it is written. 
uh, in this particular case, uh, Jesus was talking about uh, things that the Pharisees had added on um, to the, you know, love your neighbor. The Pharisees added and hate your enemy. And so Jesus was Jesus was addressing that whole little phrase that they added in because in the end that nullifies the command, right? Because yeah, we might love our neighbor, but then we can just uh we can throw in hate your enemy. We can make anybody an enemy. That nullifies love your neighbor. And so Jesus is even raising the bar saying, "Don't just love your your neighbor, but lo- love your enemies." Hmm. Uh he, he you know, he he takes it a step higher and um, was addressing that that Jewish tradition that had really uh, um, so many people have heard that love your love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Well, uh, it just cancels itself out when you when you do that. Yeah, that was like like last week. He it's the same. It's yeah, it's the same point because it's it basically he's like challenging the what you know the law of reciprocity basically give you give what they get what you know you give back what they give you and uh they had just made a whole idea of hey yeah just love the people you love lend to those who can pay you back and here now it's the same thing you know uh, you know uh you know he's he's shattering that idea of of retaliation even in love you know even like if so you know people that you consider are your enemies you're still not as a follower of christ supposed to reciprocate reciprocate hate with hate but instead yeah. with love and persecution with love yeah it's that's that's pretty intense yeah and we're we're all you know it, it we, if we're, you know, if we're being honest and we're seeking them, we, we have to, you know, we have to get to the heart of the matter and look into the heart. Um, because in the end, Jesus isn't, is, isn't just another command to follow, right? It's not just another, okay, here's another law that, that I'm going to want you guys to follow, but it, it's really a, where's your heart? This, this, right. if you, if a, a fully rehabilitated heart can, can, love its enemies. And I think that's, that's what, that's what he's talking about here because we can't just, we can't just go, okay. (laughs) You know, the the heart needs rehabilitation to love its enemies. Yeah. Yeah. I always, whenever I come across this verse, what I think about is, is a Corey Ten Boone's story. You guys familiar with her story? That's a wonderful, because how, how many of us could, could 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 really and she she admitted she couldn't do it it was mm. only in that moment that god god gave her that yeah know. for those of you who don't know the story i mean she she was caught up in the whole holocaust and uh, her and her sister she lost her whole family and and her sister to the to the holocaust in the holocaust um but the she actually um uh, you know, survived miraculously, and then uh, you know went on to to years later run into the guard of the camp, 
where her and her sister had been in. Uh, oh man! And then, uh, you know, she talks about you know taking his hand because he wanted to be kind of forgiven. He wanted to, and that yeah, that that it was it was Christ extending the hand. I, mm. I, I, if, I if I remember right in the in the because I was it was a uh, part of the book I read. She she said that when she was preaching a message about the gospel and forgiveness. And at the end, he came up all excited and like jumping for joy that he could be forgiven from this. And he asked her if it's true. And it just, it, she just tensed up like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. He, he did to Not be for you. excited <laughs> about getting forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, man, if that's not where the rubber meets the road, I mean, yeah, wow. <laughs> you know, I, it's true, it's true. And then you, you also, you know, you see these moments with people who have like their 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 children have been murdered, and and they offer forgiveness to the person that murdered them. I mean, um, the world looks at them and they say they're crazy. Yeah, you know, they're crazy to to offer that. Yeah, and I. You know, when Jesus is talking about, hey, you know, the world does this, the, don't even the pagans do that. We all we all love the neighbors that we get along with and we love the people that we like hanging out with. And that that all, you know, Jesus is saying that that comes natural to the world. It's easy to do that. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's no stretch. But the other thing the world does too naturally and we all do it naturally is is hate. We don't, we don't have to try to hate. Our sinful nature will, you know, uh, a bird flies, a fish swims, a sinful nature will also naturally hate its enemies. It doesn't, mm. it just loves the people it loves, right? Other people, um, people that, you know, that we maybe disagree with, people that hurt us, whatever. It's natural if you're your sinful nature to, to hate. Mm. Uh, and, and that, so we, we don't, we don't have to, tr we don't have to try to, to do that. Like I'm making an effort to hate. Like it just, yeah. it, it just, it can, it can just come from hurt or from other, from other places. Um, yeah. And it, so we're, as, as a Christian, we're, we're, we're fighting against our sinful nature not to hate. I think as we've gone through the Sermon on the Mount too, the, the and and Jesus talking about the marginalized and the people on the outsides and all that, and 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 there's something here in this uh, in the scripture too that that of this weekend, uh, he says, um, and we've talked about that everyone every the, the, that everyone is a is a image bearer of God. Yeah, and, and whether you're saved or not saved, it's, it's just you're an image bearer of God. And here he says, "For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and unjust alike." Um. To 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 me, reading that verse, he's saying, that's what he's talking about, right? Because he's he's saying that everyone is an image bearer of God. It doesn't it doesn't matter. So. Uh, so and then it's, and it goes on to say, if you love only those who love you, what reward is that? Um, that's the hard part, right? The the uh, of 
you know, the, the love your enemies thing. Love those who are unlovable. You're right. And, it, you know, you brought up an important point because even people that are not saved are are bearing God's image. Right, right. We're all, Bible says, we're all created as, a, as, as his image bearer. So, yeah. So it's really easy to lose that as 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 Christians to not well we see all oh, other Christians are image bearers, right? We we might think that, but we it's easy to forget that. Wait a minute, every yeah. every single human being uh, is, is right, and and that's an important way to to look at people. Yeah, amen, amen. Yeah, well, I think that uh, you know. Uh, that was a really, I guess people don't realize what a problem it is um, because it's, you know, I, I, well, we've learned it like when we're studying through the book of Acts, how like this, I think goes to the root of like prejudice and it goes into the root of uh, them and us, that kind of language, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's easy to dismiss it, dismiss quote unquote them because they're not like us. <laughs> uh it's that kind of uh language and 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 one of the things that I always that that really just hit home last time we went through the book of acts was the length of time that it took for the actual believers in the church not even we're not talking about outside the church but for for the for the Jewish believers to accept the 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 Jewish believers that were not from there so the 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 that had gone out and were were, were returning you know, so like distant relative. And that took, I think it was what, like 10, 10, 12 years before. And then it took like 30 to 40 years before the Gentiles then were accepted fully into the kingdom, into the, into the church life. So yeah, we don't realize how hard it was, even for people who uh, were professing Christ to really get to the question, to get, to get to the heart of what Jesus is talking about, about really seeing, it's like it's challenging us to see people in another light, right. to see them as, you know, you know, really to pray for our enemies equal. is I, I think, yeah, definitely see them as equal and valuable. But when I say pray for your enemy, it's to humanize your enemy. I think it's mm-hmm. you humanize your enemy. Right. Because let's be honest, yes. I've had some problems with people in my life. And, I, and and I'll be honest with you, this is about this is about care and forgiveness there's so much wrapped up in this right yep um and but when i see i had that real hard heart towards someone and 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 and, and i begin i do begin to pray lord help me let me pray for this person because in praying for this person you know i can get past my own anger and my own lack of forgiveness and Mm -hmm. my own if i begin to pray for them and they're in their humanity you know you remember their brokenness because right. you, you have to pray for something, and you 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 right. So you have to you say, well, th- hey, this person is broken too, just like me. And you you can't say an honest prayer. <laughs> you know, you can't get down on your knees and say an honest prayer for somebody without without recognizing that hey, they're they're broken just like I am. And right, imagine if we took that attitude with 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 politics. You know, praying for the other the other party. <laughs> praying yeah. for the president that we didn't vote in right mm-hmm. uh praying for the you know if you're a democrat praying for the republicans if you're a republican praying for the democrats 
you know, start recognizing the humanity on both sides, the mm-hmm. in fact, the fallibility on both sides. Imagine, imagine if we take that to heart in our in our relationships. Imagine if we take that to heart as we think of other nations and other peoples. You know, because um, it is like war. You know, like uh, I, I just think in these terms. In the seven, do you remember who was our enemy in the seventies? 60s and 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s, it was the Russians, remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, the Russians were always our enemy. Every movie was, it was the, the Russians. You know, it was like, you know, every 007 movie, the enemy was the Russians, you know? And I remember uh, Sting, Sting wrote the song, I Hope the Russians Love Their Children Too. Mm. And it was kind of like that whole mentality of, hey, just a run-of-the-mill Russian is just like us. They just love their children and and want to live and want to have food on the table and they're not the boogeyman. I remember when, know? I was, when I was in the Navy, we would get a certain, we would get a certain ways across the Pacific ocean and we were headed over to uh, the Orient and other places. And uh, the Russians will be doing operations out there too. This is like, um, this is late, late eighties, early nineties. And we would, uh, a couple times we got very close to to a, a Russian cruiser and some other Russian ships, and everybody runs outside because they want to see one, like uh, like I want I want to see a Russian, and they're doing Russian. the same thing. They're they're running and they want to see one. They want to rush like uh, you know, hey, can we feed them? Like like hey, it, like you said, that they're just they're just is uh, they're, they're human beings, um, but you know we want to we want to you know want to see what the enemy looks like. Um, one time we pulled into Hong Kong on our ship and there was a, there was a Russian ship there and there was Russian sailors out in town. This is like 1989 or 1990. This before, um, Britain gave Hong Kong back to China. It wasn't, it wasn't too long after that. And, you know, we, we, you know, the, the Russians didn't speak any English, but we just kind of like you know, shook hands and just were, you know, we're just kind of saw them and, you know, kind of like a little high five. And they were just like, that's what we said. What? They're just like us. They're kids. They're kids like us. You know, at that time we were 18, 19, you know, 20. Um, and you just, you, you see the, the humanity and just like, wait a minute, there, there's hardly any difference between us. Hmm. Yeah, you know, like the enemy isn't, you know, it, it isn't like the movies where, you know, they dress all in black and uh, it's obvious and they have this cackling laugh that we tend to think of, you know, but, 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 you know, I know, I know it's pie in the sky, but like, when you know, the king, you know, that's, you know, I think also, uh, John, end the book of Revelation, every nation, every tongue, uh, yeah, you know, sur- surrounding you know the tree of life, and and there, there's there's finally a, a a a unity in Christ that is formed, and and there's no more borders and no more, you know. Yeah, imagine being able to live with that kind of idea now, because isn't that what Christ is saying? The kingdom now, you know that 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 his people should live this way. We should not view people as enemies. We should pray for them, and 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 you know, and those who persecute us, you should pray for them. Um, uh, but how easy it—it's not easy. And it, it's interesting what you said too, because 
the more we make someone an enemy, the less their value goes down. Yes. It's like a scale, right? Like it, like uh, it's just crazy what our, what our mind does. And then, but then when we go back to the cross and think of the cross, we're like, wait a minute, the cross level, leveled it all again. Jesus showed everyone is of, is of equal value and, and of importance, dignity and worth. And, and really, I think God, you know, God is even calling us to go higher than that. We, you know, Paul, I think it was, was it Paul that said, think of others as, as more important. Right. Above yourself. yourself above. Right. So, so for us, even it, it's all, like Jesus just keeps taking it to this other place where we're like, man, wait, more, more important. <laughs> but that, but, but, but also if, if we've had the experience where we can pray for our enemy, uh, chances are is they don't remain our enemy. And yeah. and that ultimately there there can be healing and they can be you know, uh, the break you know the, right. we can we can actually break this cycle because I think it's very cyclical. Uh, we see it throughout the Bible. It's very cyclical. In other words, and generational. Where you know last week we talked about like you know uh, the vengeance, the eye for an eye, and all that stuff. And it's just like it never ends with just an eye. Hmm. You know, it's an eye for an eye for a body, a body for mm-hmm. ten, a, ten yeah. bodies for a thousand. Hatfield and McCoys. Yeah, and generations are like destroyed. Like I think, you know, right now we still see it Palestine, Palestine, and 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 Israel, and uh, it's just this. It, it, can that be fixed? If if it's if the heart is not fixed, can rules and regulations actually stop that from happening, or? You know, even in American history, like I said, our 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 kind of ideas of manifest destiny, uh, which is just, hey, yeah, this is this is the land that God has given me, so I will take it. Forget the natives, you know. Forget the, you know, you know, we'll take it from them, you know, and 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 um and and so we look at them as second class citizens, or, or like Hotel Rwanda, a very powerful movie oh. from a real powerful event. I mean, their language was all about them and us. And that them and us language will lead to, uh, you know, at its worst, we see genocide, right? We see, you know, horrible death just because they're a different tribe or a different group or some offense from five generations ago. Right. You know, and, and, and how deeply destructive it is. You know, to and and if we can make them, if we can pray for them, it, I think it's a, it is like you were saying. It, it's a, it's about the condition of the heart. It's forcing us to value people. And hasn't that been kind of one of the real powerful messages in the Sermon on the Mount to value all people? You know that we cannot devalue people, whether it's because of our anger or because of our coveting or because we, we have to value people, uh, all people. Yeah, and that, like you said earlier, there's there's so much there because it's not just that, you know. Ultimate, ultimately, when we when we allow hate, the hate of another person, or making enemies, in in the end, it really just destroy it destroys us. It destroys ourselves. With a, um, you know, as we continue to go down that road of a hard heart or making enemies. We'll just find a reason why everyone, you've probably met those people in your life that are super bitter, 
they basically made everyone their enemy. Mm. There's, there's a re, there's a, you know, they've got a reason for everything why the whole world is messed up. The world would be great if it wasn't for people, and they, and the, and you know, they, they've really went down the rabbit hole, and and essentially, everyone is is their enemy in their in their mind. They do, they're just, you know, we see the end result of of that, um, of that path there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in near the, um, near the end too, I get, and, and, and it's, it's, it's for Christians when he says, uh, be, be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly father is, is perfect. Right, man. We, <laughs> In the uh, there, there was a good illustration though as I, as I looked up that as I looked up that word in the Greek uh, it was teleos I think if I remember right. right teleos was the word and it really means mature or effective right same word in James where it talks about and then wow. ultimately you will reach perfect you know you'll you'll be yeah. perfect lacking nothing it's you'll be mature you'll yes. grow up and it's be almost, like Christ it's almost like that's that's loving your enemies is 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 the is a fully mature. If a Christian can do that regularly, that's Jesus is saying that's you're fully effective at that point. You're you you are you are mature. Um, it's a, it's like it's a, like a like a process, right? I mean, we first have to come to the place that you know we we need Jesus. You know that's where transformation begins. That's where um, our, our the the journey of our heart being transformed begins, um, and then to be fully effective for the Lord is like that that journey to being able to love everyone and love our enemies. That that's when we're fully effective. It really has nothing to do with just being perfect per se, but that's that's when people will see Jesus. So mm-hmm. let me ask you guys a question then. Then why do the heck does a church always seem to have a lot of enemies? <laughs> In other words, not even enemies like, oh, they're coming to get us, but that we're we're voicing against them. Is it is it maybe because it's some a lot of it it's uh love with conditions? <laughs> yeah. I guess. Uh, is it come come as you are or come as you are with and then you, but become a bit but before come, you come as come as you are but you got to look like me you gotta, i don't know you, right. you, you got to be a, an exact replica of uh, us <laughs> i mean that could be one right it is you know like i said you know through my through my short life uh you know, I've always been very clear about the church having enemies because they talk a heck of a lot about a, a lot about their enemies. You know, mm. you know, let's boycott let's boycott these people because they're against, they're against Christianity or they're going to water down the gospel. So let's, you know, let's let's attack them. The or moral majority, yeah, the <laughs> moral majority, <laughs> political power, all that. I mean, it's a little messy. It's not as as you know, I forgot who, who I was listening to. It's like, uh, it's like, hey, Christians, you won the culture war. Mm. Uh, in the sense of like, you got power, you got, 
all the things, but nothing changed. Mm. What in, and what's what's the classic what's the classic um, reason why someone left church or has problems with the church? They just say, "Well, I went to church, and so and so did X, Y, and Z, and I saw a bunch of hypocrites, and it yeah. didn't seem real, and I left." I mean that that's that's a classic that's a classic church story. Yeah, yeah, and you know, not taking away from it anything of of. You know, yes, that maybe that person should have forgave, and and I, you know, I don't know what their issues were. I don't. When someone says that, I don't want to, you know, judge what they should have done too, in in their in their role in that. But if if so many people are saying that, then obviously the the church is not acting in love all the time like it should. Right, loving each other, loving our neighbors, or loving our enemies. If, if that's such a common theme, there's there's something to it, right? It is. I mean, my first, the first church I got saved at, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I don't remember any talk about love. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm 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 just being honest. I, what I heard, what I heard was, these people are wrong. This other group is wrong. This other group is wrong. This other group is doing this and it's wrong. It's of the devil. Uh, don't do these things. Uh, but I was never told love your, you know, to love people. And and I didn't witness love in the church, unfortunately. It, and I don't want to say that as an indictment to the whole church. I'm just saying my, you know, because I have seen love in the church. And it's yeah. overall. Yeah. But in that particular iteration, uh, no, I, I was very unloved by the church. In a desperate, and I was I was a young kid in a desperate place, you know, and I really needed the love of the church. I think that the, you know, so that that that's what changed when I went to Woodcliffe, uh, is that I I believe I was I did experience genuine love uh, from people, and our group that kind of manifested from our first salvation and our friends that got saved, I I experienced a lot of true love in those groups and that kind of balanced out my bad experiences with the church in general. Like that first year, like I look back now and I'm like, man, how did I not like run out of the church screaming like a mad person saying this is insanity. Cause uh, you know, it, it was a lot of judgment and a lot of gossip and a lot of rules. Oh, and as a kid, I saw that as a, as a 14 and a half year old kid, I saw this. I experienced it, you know? So imagine, you know, as, as an adult, how much more I would have seen it even more as an adult. Uh, yeah, that was my know. experience too. Don't, don't do this. Don't do that. This is what it's supposed to look like, which was just behaviors, uh, you know, fitting into the mold. Um, I never... I never experienced love as a as as a central theme or focusing on that and how, how I saw and treated people, which is the most important thing, is what the Bible is saying. Yeah, <laughs> I know the most important over and over again is the way that that I treat people and, and treat them like Jesus did and do and treat them exactly the opposite of what they deserve. That 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 was yeah. That really isn't, wasn't on my radar for many, many years. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah, that's my—me too, John. It's just 
you know, and then you come across verses like, beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and, and, if, and, and, and born of God. If, if, if someone doesn't love, they don't know God because God is love. Mm. We used to sing that song as yeah. children. Beloved, mm. let us love one another. <laughs> right? But I'm just like, I didn't see it. Nobody doing it. <laughs> Nobody was doing it. And, 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 it, and it's sad because it's like when you would run across it, it was like, it was like gold. Mm. Yeah, especially for a kid like me, uh, probably for you too, John, probably for you too, Frank. It, it says, I needed love, man. Yeah. I needed to be loved. That's what I needed. Right, right. Well, my, mine, I didn't grow up, I, I didn't really grow up in the church like you guys, but I did, I did experience that with my father and my, and my <laughs> at home, you know, it was, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know what, I don't have to tell you I love you because I show it by, uh, just giving you food, giving you food, putting, putting, you know, putting a roof over your head, calling you, you idiot. Y- yep, you know I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so when I came to know the Lord and 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 what what He did for us and the ultimate love sacrifice, I was like blown away by what love is. You know, so it took me a long time to learn what 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 love is. You know, what it looks like because uh, I sure didn't have it. You know? To a little foreigner. I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want you to show me. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I guess they never found it either. It was really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they, if they did, they wouldn't be singing that song. I want to know what it is. <laughs> I remember I the video of that song was in a church or the choir, and there was rumors that he had had some spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how true that is. You know, back then, the. the it's amazing how we didn't have the internet, but we still had rumors that that spread all over the world. <laughs> we didn't yeah. need the internet. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, mean, I was reading. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're reading. Go what? ahead, John. I, I was so I was reading here in First uh, Peter, First uh, Peter three eight. It says, "Finally, all of you, all of you should be." of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tender-hearted, and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and He will grant you His blessing. Amen. That's radiation of the Sermon on the Mount. Yep. So they were listening to Jesus. They were. They they. They, they really hurt him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, word for word, do not pay back evil for evil. Yeah, yeah. But bless the person that does evil to you. My gosh. Yeah. Break yeah. the chain. Break the chain. Amen. It is. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it is sad to me because the world talks so much about love. We sing a billion songs about love, but the world lacks love. That's... It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's 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 what happens. I mean, if you love someone, you can't abuse them. If you love someone, you can't take advantage of them. If you love someone, you can't manipulate them. If you love someone, you're going to make sure they're taken care of and that they're not needy, mm-hmm. right? They're not in a state of need. So, yeah, we only love those who love us. Yeah. We, we still struggle with that. Well, I, I, and I think you, you said something that was also key was that, you know, even those... Uh, praying for our enemies and continue to pray for them will 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 give us a new light or some or 
will, it, it will come to, to us to sh- to shed a new light on that person or whatever it is. So, you know, praying is another one. You know, and, and sometimes I don't feel like praying. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, you know, I feel like. Okay, no. confession time. Confession, confession time. time. <laughs> I, have a, I have a confession. Okay. Literally, right before we came on the radio, literally, <laughs> I was telling my wife, I don't think I can go hang out with a specific person because I'm deeply hurt. And I just don't want to deal with that anymore. <laughs> you know, and and now, I'm, and now all I can hear is the opposite. You know, <laughs> I'm like, like, just we'll like, okay. <laughs> great yeah. great podcast here we go yeah it, it, it was but but it's true because our hurt sometimes keeps us from loving yeah right uh our hurt our, our our hurt robs us from the opportunity you know um uh famous quote by i believe it's uh, yeah i'm pretty sure it's shakespeare it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all mm, yeah uh it, it's it's the, but for us it's like if we we fear that loss so we will not love hmm. you know we won't open ourselves because we're just waiting for hurt yeah you have you have to you know, expose yourself when you love and and if you don't want to expose yourself to hurt again it's like a self protection yeah. mechanism you know it's like a dog who's been hit even yeah. though you don't intend to hit it and you want to take care of it it just won't let you touch him hmm. Because he's been so beat up, you know, and he's expecting everyone's going to kick him and everyone's going to beat him, mm. you know. And I think a lot of people go through life, and I think that those are the ones that can appear to be your enemies, you know, and hurt you kind of like as a preemptive strike, <laughs> you know, like you're going to hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you first, um, and uh, and 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 we become agents of God in that sense. You know, it says that we're given the, we're given the ministry of reconciliation, Mm. right. To help reconcile people to God. It's like, if we are unable to pray for our, for our enemies and respond, not in kind, those are the tools that we use for reconciliation for people can be reconciled with God because, because it's a, it's a beginning of healing. It's the beginning of maybe there's a chance, maybe there's redemption, a possible redemption because it is our it is our all of our personal redemption stories right uh, you know yeah. we, you know Christ redeems us but we also become redeemed fathers and redeemed husbands and redeemed friends and, and, and you know and 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 we can become redeemed even though we were we were we were lost and 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 we were enemies it said God said he loved us what we while we were yet well, we well, we were yet uh, sinners and enemies of God. I love the word enmity because it's a word. It's an English. You know, I know kids don't talk like that anymore. But <laughs> enmity is like that is literally that the exact hatred that we're talking about. So God is actually saying, "This is how I've I've treated you. Y- you were my enemy. Okay, mm-hmm. you were in battle against me, and I still loved you, and I made the first move." Yeah. Yeah, we were wow. our mindset was against his mindset. Like right. We we were we were we, we butt up against what he wants to do. And I mean, then you just it's 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 humbling to think if God gave me what I deserve, 
you know, when especially as as we're aware as believers, you know, if God gives me what I deserve, it's that's that's really not good. Yeah. <laughs> I nope. mean, if I, I, and to it's, it's to, bad if God just gives us what we want. Yeah. Yeah, not much less deserve. Right. Um, the the amount of blessing and, and grace and love and, and and that's you know if we're in that place if we're in that place of of bitterness or hatred the 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 only way back is is really the the cross. Right? Amen. To but where it all started to the to know that you know hey maybe I'm in that place and and I'm and I'm. Uh, I've got some bitterness. I've got some hatred. What do I, what do I do now? It's 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 back to the cross, where what Jesus did for you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to recognize that God didn't treat me like I deserve that I deserve. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amen. The more we're fully aware of that, it becomes much more difficult to go to that place of uh, of hate or seeing people as less than or not equal. Amen. Oh. You a little, you a little tired there, Frank. <laughs> man. Yeah. All of us, man. It's been, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys. Um, and, and I appreciate these, 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 these moments for us to be able to share our hearts and to kind of, you know, encourage and spur each other onto good works, you know, like the Bible says, all the one another's. Um, and again, in the in the in the desire to be uh, transparent, you know, we ourselves have we not found ourselves at odds with one another, you know, the pastors on the team, and we've had to. You know, not that uh, hopefully we didn't see each other as, as enemies, <laughs> you know, but pity the fool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's something that has to be practiced, not just, you know, I think it, a lot of times people kind of like what I talked about last week, we, we want to jump to like, yes, I want to, you know, forgive the worst person in the world. And I'm, you know, it's like yeah. the people around you, the people that you interact with, treat them this way. Be real about it. Your wife, your husband, your children, your friends, uh, your church. Because even at church, you know, I think we struggle for forgiveness. Mm. And we struggle for, with, against seeing the value of one another. We, we tend to, like, create hierarchies, even in the kingdom of God, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I you think we, we might even be worse because we have an expectation of someone and they let us down. Then we think, well, they know better, right? It's like mm. we're 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 maybe we'd be more forgiving of somebody that's in the world and has no clue, and maybe they're ignorant to the things of the gospel, right? But but when it comes to the church, oh no, they're a Christian; they should know better. And we may, we have these expectations that are that for some reason we put there. So mm. um, you know, we think some offense is worse, or uh, we have that's a harder, harder time with someone because. We think what they did was double because they know better. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's good. We're that's not giving. We're not giving. We're not giving. We're not giving grace and and showing love. <clears throat> we're more critical. Because because we're all still uh, sinners and being sanctified. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have it all. Yeah. 
Uh. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> uh, joke, <sinning>. joke. <laughs> I'm pretty good at sinning. Yes. <laughs> I can teach a master class. <laughs> uh. yeah. So. All right, man. Well, uh, we're looking forward to this weekend's message with Pastor John. If you don't have a home church, we'd love for you to come alongside, and uh, you'll be more than welcome, and we'd love to have you. Uh, we meet at 1030 at the Old Davy Schoolhouse. We are, uh, we have been, uh, you know, we're very thankful uh, that uh, and been given the opportunity of, 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 uh, of being able to get a permanent home, and we're working on, on that and hope to be up and running by December so we can have a little bit more permanency in the community. Uh, but if you, like I said, if you do have a home church, get there wherever you may be, become a part of it. Don't just be a spectator. <laughs> but, uh, and if, guess what? And if there's things in the church that you don't like, that's okay. Because, right. you know, the, the church is not a perfect place, but it's a perfect place for us to work together uh, and to join hands in the, as the body of Christ to make it what it should be. The mm -hmm. church, uh, you know, the church is not a Sunday morning, but it's 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 the it's the community of God. So uh, get there, make a difference, get involved, have a voice, uh, get out to your neighbors, get out to your friends, get out to your enemies, and make them your and make them your friends. <laughs> uh, but we encourage you guys to to engage. If you guys have questions. For us that you would love to us to cover, uh, please don't hesitate at rootpastors. Uh, dot, uh, that's the email, right? I forgot the email. It'll be said at the, at the I always forget. I have so many emails in my head. <laughs> don't ask me. Brent is not here, so he's, yeah, he's, he's, our, he's our tech guru. <laughs> so, But we do have an email that will be announced at the end of the podcast. Uh, you, can you can follow us uh, at, at Rice Community Church. On Instagram, on Facebook, and on the web on the website, uh, we have our churches available, our services available online. Um, you know, our desire is to be a community of discipled believers. Uh, we we take uh, the Word of God uh, seriously, and we take uh, the Sermon on the Mount uh, in a way that we want to live it. And I hope that you see that in us and in our church, our our, our little corner of the church here in Davie, Florida. And we welcome you to be a part of it. Uh, with that, guys, do you have any final words you want to give of encouragement to those that are listening? I love you all. See that? I'm already <laughs> learning. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, like I said earlier, just, um, you know, don't, if you're in that place, just don't, don't forget, don't forget the cross and what the Lord has done for us and for you. Uh, and what he's done for that person that it's across the aisle, um, that they are an image bearer of God, and he died for them, and uh, Jesus loves you, and Jesus loves uh, everyone equally. And that's, mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the starting point of transformation, and that's the, that's the point we run back to when we're, when we're hurting. We just run, run, run back to the cross, run back to Jesus. Amen. I'll, I'll throw in there also uh, acceptance, acceptance and love. You know, that's a, that's a big one. And, and we all want to feel accepted. So just the way we are. Uh, so 
Let's pray for each other. Pray for each other, love each other, share each other's uh, burdens and stuff like that. Um, Remember that love covers a multitude of sins. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, guys, God bless you. Have a great week. We look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Rude Pastors Podcast, a ministry of Rise Community Church. For more information, visit risecommunity.org, or if you have questions and comments, email rudepastors at risecommunity.org.